Hello, welcome to jasonnewland.com. My name is Jason Newland. This is Let Me Bore You to Sleep. Please only listen when you can safely close your eyes. Please subscribe, maybe leave a comment and share this podcast episode with your friends on social media. And if you'd like to, you could go to my website and leave a review. Ooh. So uh, that's it. I've also, all of the recordings for this podcast and all of my other podcasts are available on my website. Yeah. That's it. Is there anything else to say? I don't know. There must be. There must be. I don't know. I'm still trying to turn off. So I'm on Facebook on my phone. And look, still it's making a clicking noise. I must be able to turn that off. It's annoying. Sounds. Keyboard clicks, that's turned off. Vibrate, reflections, ringtone, text tone, none. New voicemail, I don't even get voicemails. I've got a lot of things set, set to vibrate for some reason. So let's just have a look at Facebook. Facebook. Location. Notifications off. Mobile data. I mean, there must be a way of turning that click, 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 click off. Because I didn't like it. I don't want it. I don't. Honestly, I'm not just saying it for effect. If I turn mobile data off, speed, current period, current period roaming, safari. I'll figure it out. It's not that important, really, is it? I guess. I mean, some of you may be thinking, perhaps you should do that in your own time, not in our time. <laughs> anyway, I hope you're well, and I hope you're doing all right in it. And uh, it's Monday, 29th of June, and. Something twenty two thousand twenty. Oh, no, 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 no,
so I don't appear to have any messages whatsoever to read out. So that's that's all right. Notifications, comment, no, nothing at all. If I have, then please uh, find it within you to forgive me. So I went out today. Actually, it was a bit weird because I woke up early. And I watched... Um, what time did I go to bed? I went to bed about half one, I think. Maybe half two, I don't know. It was quite uh, you know, early for me. And you could say, well, it's early in the morning, isn't it? Of course it's early. I mean, earlier than I normally go to bed. Well, yeah, same, same would be for me, because I go to bed at 11. If I went to bed at 2.30, that's very early. No. Earlier than I normally... Take me later. So I went to bed, woke up, Oh my god, this is even I can't tolerate the boringness of this story that I'm about to tell. This, <laughs> I went to bed and then, and then I woke up. <laughs> my god. I really need to get myself some kind of hobby. Oh, and then I went to the toilet and I aimed at the toilet and when I finished I I washed my hands yeah and I had something to eat and I ate it uh, yeah you know blimey so I oh whoa 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 I made three recordings so far today which I'm pleased with. I did a deep sleep with spa and a relaxation hypnosis session, which was for sleep as well, which is available. It's a, I put it on my relaxation for stress and anxiety, but also shared it on my sleep podcasts. So I have two versions of that, one with and without Muzak. And now I'm doing this. One, which is oh, is that so exciting? Oh yeah! And I went out earlier, and I thought, hmm. Spoke to my brother on the phone for about an hour and fifteen minutes. Cause I sent him a book from Audible that I thought he'd like to listen to, but it didn't work, and I ended up sending it different. A different route, different route, different way, using a different technique. And I'm not sure if you'll listen to it, but it's, I think it might be motivating for him. And we had a chat, and he told me what he was up to, and 
I told him what I was up to and then we said goodbye. Yeah. And then I went out to the shops. And it was just to the local shop. I had to make sure that I got everything I needed for as cheap as possible until Thursday because on the 1st of what is it this month so not tomorrow Tuesday but Wednesday a bunch of money goes out of my account for uh, like broadband and a TV license and the iPad and the telephone and all that stuff all goes out all at the same time so I don't think I've got enough money in there for that, but I needed to make sure that I have enough, you know, just to cover me for food and just the little bits until Thursday. So I go, I wait at the bus stop for the bus. <laughs> oh, this story is getting really, I'm on the edge of my seat, aren't you? Like, oh, where were you waiting for the bus? What, at the bus stop? Wow, you're blowing my mind. And the bus turned up. And I put my mask on. For those in the future, you know, five, ten years in the future, listening to this, you may need to uh, look into your history books to find out why I was wearing a mask on the bus and so I get on the bus I got me little gloves me little white gloves that I wear whenever I go out and I got me me bags they're carrier bags but they're not plastic they're made of material very much like what my nan used to use I think like kind of a quite old style because in the old days like I don't know how far back we're going but my nan she didn't used to use carrier bags she'd use proper bags with handles that could carry stuff in and they didn't break and also they were comfortable to hold carrier bags they're not comfortable on your on your little fingers they hurt but something with a substantial handle <laughs> I love that I think that's a lovely term that's going to be my uh, yeah it's going to be the name of my life story substantial handle I just like that those two words together I'll also Here's something, if, if the restaurants ever actually do open again, when you eat, and if you're eating, well, you're going to be eating if you're in a restaurant, I'm guessing, and the waiter or waitress or waiting staff, I don't know what the correct term is, I don't care, interrupt you while you're talking to the person you're with and says, I say, oh, how is your food? What I say, I look at them and say, 
adequate. Adequate. And then they go away. Because I don't like being interrupted. So I, and the thing is, I never go into nice restaurants. You know, whenever I've been in a restaurant, it's just basically just like a little cafe or, you know, cheap restaurant. It's, it's not... They're not like top class. I haven't been into a a proper, really kind of. Well, even then, I don't know if it was top class, but two thousand and no, that's not right. Actually, I have been in a restaurant with my friend in London. It's still uh, it's got to be ten years ago. Maybe seven years, six years ago, five years, I don't know. Because my friend who owned the, the club, he he used to go to, he used to take me to, for meals in some of the really nice restaurants. That's one of the good things. It's very cultured. It's very um, lovely, really, I guess. I know he doesn't, he, he'd hate to hear me say this, but he was... He kind of became sort of like a father figure to me, in a way. I know that he wants to be a figure of his friend, not not because he does. You know, no one wants to be thought of as old, do they? Not to someone. But I don't think of him as old, but just as someone that cared about me. Does that make sense? Uh, yeah. And. Uh, he refused to adopt me. He said, you're 46. <laughs> you, you can't adopt someone. You can in America, I think. In America, you can, I think you can adopt people at any age. Which I think is really cool. So if Bill Gates, if you're listening to me, if you're listening to this, I'd very happily be adopted by you. Very happily. Very, I'm, I'm over. <laughs> oh, I was about to say I'll pretty much do anything, but you know, I'm, I'll marry you if you want. I don't, I don't care. Bill, Billy, Billy Bob, I love you. So yeah, um, adequate. I like that. I like that because it's it's okay. The thing is, I don't go into restaurants where the food's going to be particularly good. It's going to be okay. It's not going to be any better than uh, someone that cooks regularly will cook, like a family meal. It's which is lovely, you know, sort of like my dad's wife. My stepmom, she's a great cook. So I've never been in a restaurant that cooked any better than she does. I'm not saying that, well, she's just a great cook, so maybe that's not a good comparison, but there's part of me sort of thinks, well, a restaurant should be 
at a higher level. But then if something's tasty, it's tasty in it, I suppose. Now my stepmom doesn't like the word adequate. <laughs> how was the food, everyone? How was how was Christmas dinner? Everyone's going, oh, it was lovely, that was lovely, Mum, that was lovely, that was lovely. You see my little voice. Adequate. <laughs> such a telling off <laughs> yeah. so the reason I used to say actually because I, I asked this uh, lady out in this restaurant place I used to go into but it wasn't really a restaurant they, they sold food it was a restaurant but you know it was kind of like a it was like an art gallery but with food course I didn't go there for the art I mean, come on really me culture the only culture I ever see is what's under my toenails so and maybe other places I don't know but yeah but I asked her out and she said no but for some reason I kind of didn't care which is weird I don't know and I carried on going in there anyway. And the reason I went in there is because they sold vegetarian food and most of the people that I was meeting were Buddhists. And they ate vegetarian food and when I'm with a Buddhist, I eat vegetarian food. The same way as if I was with a Muslim, um, I would eat the food that they were eating. Or if I was of a Sikh or a Hindu, Hindus are vegetarians. Um, or if I was in Germany, I eat, I'd eat sausages. <laughs> I don't know if that's. <laughs> I'm sure German. It's not always sausages, but I'd love, I'd love to go to Germany. I think that Germany. I think it's. Uh, it was really weird. I don't know why. I don't really have a negative view about races of people, like countries. I can't. I think they're all quite interesting. Possibly, in my mind, I've also I got a, a kind of theory or kind of feeling that. Other countries that seem to be a bit more, I don't think intellectual is the right word, because I don't want to put down my own country, obviously, because I live here, and, you know, I suppose I do love here, I love, I, it's, this is my womb, isn't it, really, this... <laughs> And next door is my bedroom. <laughs> I don't know, I'm tickling myself with some stupid, stupid childish humour today. This is my my living room. No, but the country you're born in, it's like your womb, isn't it? It's like your, 
you've moved from the human womb into a, a much... Oh, what on earth am I talking about? But it's, you know, you can't live... I think it's impossible to be somewhere for 49 years or 32 years or 15 years, whatever, how much, you know, that amount of time and to not feel connected to where you are. I imagine that would be very, very difficult. I mean, I don't know, I may be wrong, but I feel connected to here, to this country, to England, to and I say England because my friend, I've got a friend who gets annoyed when I say England. I said this, he said, no one else calls it England but you. You Nazi. So I'm not a Nazi. But I know people from Scotland and from Wales that want to be referred to as from Scotland and from Wales. So I just say England. I, because it is a different country and people in Scotland and people in Wales class it as a different country to theirs. So I respect that. So there. So it's uh, got nothing to do with pride. How can you be proud about being born somewhere? I had nothing to do with it. It's, you know, it's, oh, I'm so proud to be English or British. Why? What have you done? What have you contributed towards you being born here? Nothing. You were born here, that's it. You had no choice in the matter. That's different from loving your country, I think. I don't know. Do I love it? I didn't used to. When I was younger, I was like, Ugh, I want to get out of this country. But I think part of that was because I was living in a tiny little town, which was very backward in some ways. You know, it was still in the 1970s. Or 50s, or you know, it's very kind of. Um, I think it still is a little bit, but at the same time, it's quite a safe place. And it's a very. Uh, I suppose if you went back to the 50s or the 40s or the 30s or whatever, anywhere in England, that's kind of what. Not anywhere, but you know, like little towns. That looks like one of those towns, and it still kind of does. So I didn't, I didn't really. I don't know because I moved there after having moved around a bit, so I wasn't born there. I was born in North London. And then I moved to Newcastle. I think I, I, I slept around for a bit when I was a kid. Moved about. Um, 
but I was too young to really know where I was, if that makes sense. I have like vague memories, but I definitely remember Newcastle and living on a rough housing estate. Again, at the time, I didn't really think of it as rough because I didn't know any different. It was just, you know, it was a, a housing estate with loads of kids being naughty, I guess. And that's probably no different to anywhere else in the world, probably. So we had fun. I did. I'll be honest, not, not when I was at home, but when I was outside, I did. And... I lived in a few different places in Newcastle as well. And then I moved into the children's home in Newcastle. But I I was living with in the children's home, I was living with people from different places, you know. They weren't all typical English people. Whatever a typical English person is. But I was living with people, you know, orphans and, you know, from all over the country, really, I guess. Possibly even the world. That sort of ended up there. So I think my my horizons were a little bit broader than the, probably than my own parents in some ways. Of course, they had more experience because they were a lot older. But in some ways, I think because I've been to different places, more places than my parents had been, I had a more of a broader outlook, I suppose, in a sense. I sort of seen things that they'd never seen. And... Yeah, I was pretty much the adult... I was only six. I was the adult. And... Hmm. Isn't that interesting? No. And then I moved to this little town. And everything's so small. And so... I don't know, kind of limited and very, yes, a little bit backward. Not backward intellectually, but backward in perhaps socially, you know, using um, terms, uh, you know, verbal language that wasn't really used anymore. Definitely not now. It might not be that way anymore, but... I don't know, it's very, it's a very strange place. And I couldn't wait to get out of there. <laughs> Genuinely. I got out the first opportunity. I moved when I was, was 18 or something. Or just turned 19. Came back again for a little while, then moved away for good. And I never went back. So I moved away when I was 20 again. So I moved back for about between April and December 
1990. So I turned 20 in August 1990 and in January, right at the beginning of January, after Christmas, well, after, you know, New Year, I moved to London. And I'd already been there the previous year, the previous Christmas, in fact. From September to April. And I wanted to... My, my aim was I got there and I, was, I found a room. And I was going to work in the same place that I used to work. When I was there previously, um, but it didn't work out. But it did did work out in the same. Well, I'm here, and I. You know what? Well, was I twenty then? So it's twenty nine years ago. So you could say, in a sense, everything has worked out, kind of. Yeah. You know, yeah, I suppose this is a this is a kind of a positive outlook on that, isn't it? Well, yeah, I moved to London to. I didn't accomplish. Well, I did accomplish what I set out for because I set out to be a stand-up comedian, and I was. I didn't set out to be successful. Because I had no, I had no um, sense of uh, self worth or um, belief. I didn't believe in myself at all, but I wanted to do it, so I did it. So I didn't have the fear, you know, standing in front of uh, an audience of people I'd never met before. I didn't, I had, I had nerves, it's just standard, but I wasn't scared to do it. I did it hundreds and hundreds of times. And so for me, I accomplished what I set out to do. Because once you've been on stage, I think I did over 250 performances, or well, performances, Gigs, whatever you want to call it, which isn't a huge amount. I mean, some professional comedians would do that in a year. It took me years to do that amount. Uh, sort of seven years or something. But still, 250 times, I think it's quite cool. And I did log them. I kept a track of every single gig I ever did. Lost it now, but I had diary after diary, years and years worth of diaries. And I'd write down how it went and you know all that stuff. It's quite organised actually. I even kept the train tickets for each gig. So and I did get paid. Not all the time, but I did so I was a semi professional stand up comedian. I would say, because I did get paid. There was a couple of people, a couple of my three, 
four clubs that paid me to go and do gigs. And one of the people that did that, she had quite, she had a few clubs, and my other friend had a few clubs as well. So he just booked me for whatever one he had going. So is, is that semi-professional? Because I wasn't doing it for a living. But I remember the most I ever earned was at the... Oh, I forget the name of the place. It was in Greenwich, I think. The... Malcolm Hardy was the compare and let me get the I'm going to get the name of the comedy club for you oh I've just seen something there wow Rihanna has updated her picture Ah. I don't know what that... Uh-huh. I'm just going to put... Yep. Thanks. Yeah. Stop clicking my phone. Stop it. Doesn't do it with any of my other apps. Uh, okay, Malcolm Hardy. Let me have a look. Malcolm, Malcolm Hardy. So Malcolm Hardy, he had the comedy club. What did he have? Uh, 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 clubs, okay. He... The Tunnel Club. That's not the one. Uh, oh well. Anyway, maybe it was a Tunnel Club. No, it was a Tunnel Club was the one he had before. And it's really rowdy. And then it got changed. And he started a new one. And his, he used to open up and it... It start by going, oi, oi, you alright, alright then, and he just told jokes, and the audience loved him, absolutely loved him, and I did an open spot, which was a, a free gig, and it went quite well, and he gave me a paid gig, for I think it was 10 minutes, or 15 minutes, something like that. That didn't go so well, and that was like a few months later. Didn't go as well as I wanted it to, but he gave me 50 quid. So I got paid 50, that's the most I ever got paid, I think, for any of my gigs. And the thing is, he, did what is he was doing I think he actually I was doing a gig and think and they were laughing 
and I thought it was going really well. And then I looked over, I realised that Malcolm Hardy was peeing into a bucket at the side of the stage. Like, he was off the stage, but and they were just laughing at him doing that. Which was a very strange thing. It was, I mean, I'd never experienced such a, a reaction before. I thought, wow, I'm doing really well here. Why aren't they looking at me? And what's that sound? And yeah, it was Malcolm Hardy on the side of the stage, or just off the stage at the side, wee-weeing into a big metal bucket. Not a plastic one, but a metal one. Yep. But yeah, I got money out of that, so that's good. He, uh, yeah. So is that is that semi-professional? If you get paid, don't earn your living out of it, but you get paid. That is it semi-professional? Is it? Is it? I'm not sure. I don't know. It's got to be something, isn't it? It's got to be something. Yeah, that was a success, but not, you know. I remember I used to say about the the podcasts and the videos and all this free hypnosis service that I've been doing for forever. I remember saying years ago I'm probably the most successful failure ever because just on some level it's really really successful it's it's you know grown and grown over the years and but in another way <laughs> and I'm still emptying me piggy box piggy bank trying to find enough money to <laughs> buy some milk so it's on on different levels you could say it's successful but maybe not so much but you know it's different ways of judging success I think I like to I like to look on the positive in fact I think looking on the positive side is a necessity it's not even an option really, it's a necessity, it's needed, it's the way to get through, it's the way to move forward in life, yeah, I put a lot of uh, time focusing on more positive stuff over the last, probably the last few months. Uh, well, this year, probably, let's say, maybe the last six months, I don't know, but maybe the last 10 years, 20 years, for a while anyway, or last, this, the last few hours. And 
it's weird how it all comes together. You know, the hypnosis, the Buddhism, uh, NLP, philosophy, psychology, um, the web design. and various other things that I've kind of been interested in, all kind of come together to sort of, oh, these bits actually connect. It's not separate. So it might be different, but it also does connect. There's a... There's a little a little slit that you can fit into. A slit that you can slot into. And yeah, I quite like that. Because it, it makes things a little bit more interesting. Dear Jason, I listened to your recording last night. What on earth were you talking about? Slit in the slot in the slit in the slot. Most successful failure. What are you on about? I don't know. I'm just talking. Just, you know, just rambling on. Thinking about stuff. P.S. Can you just please tell us about Andre? That's all we really want to know. Yeah, oh, okay. Andre. Last night, Andre... Um, I took him for a walk and he cut his foot open again, grazed it open. So I brought him back and he still insists on going out today. So I took him out about an hour ago and made sure that he only stayed on the grass. He doesn't like that. He doesn't like being told what to do. Who does? Apart from those that do, I guess. But he enjoyed being outside and he didn't hurt his foot and every every five minutes or so I'd pick him up just to check his foot was okay and it was so I'll take him out again tomorrow make sure he just stays on the grass he's still limping but I don't know, I watch him and he seems to be, I can't really work out where he is with this, doesn't seem, he seems fine, but he's still got a limp, but it's nowhere what it, how it was before, I mean before he, I'm not talking about the sedation and before, before he went to the vets, he was falling over. He's not doing it anymore. So I'm hoping that that is a sign that it's healing. And by him going out for a walk, it's that's good for his mental health. You know, he longs to go outside. What a lovely time for a bird to start tweeting. You hear that? 
It's half past nine in the in the evening, and it's good for his mental health to get out, and he loves it. I can see the. I don't know. For me, if I see pleasure on his face, and the sniffing, all the different smells, and rubbing in the grass, and the exercise is good for him as well. Although I'm sure he's not really interested in exercise, but he just loves being outside. So I can't stop him. I can, but I don't want to, because I don't think that'd be good for him mentally to be stuck inside and never go out, even if it meant that's the right thing to do for his leg. And if it was the only way for him to heal, then I'd do it. But I can't, it's still gonna be running around here. So I figured that he wouldn't be using it if it was hurting him. But again, I don't know. I'm giving him massages and uh, at least once a day stretching both of the legs out at the same time to sort of manoeuvre them so they're both doing the same thing. And uh, I found out he doesn't like doing the splits, so I stopped doing that. <laughs> he doesn't doesn't like yoga, apparently. But it's, it's a bit weird with him because he's so... I don't know what the right word is, but it just likes... He doesn't like to just stay doing one thing. He's always wants to do the next thing. Noticing, oh, what's that, what's that? And he wants to get off. So I'll cuddle him. Sometimes he'll fall asleep cuddling. Sometimes he wants a cuddle. But so I think it's, he wants a cuddle, but he doesn't want it to last very long. You know, he's really, I think you could say he's an unattentive cuddler. He just uses me for his own, for his own needs. So he'll jump onto the chair jump on my lap, rub himself all over me, rub his face into my beard and give me kisses and I'll hug him. And then a minute later, he sort of shouting, get off me, get off me, stop it. Help, help, stranger danger, stranger danger. I'm like, Andre, just, just calm down. Get off if you need to get off. Don't have to make such a fuss. It's just so rude. It's amazing. So he's he seems to be doing all right. Seems to be doing all right, and I'm constantly keeping an eye on him, checking his foot, observing him as he's walking around and stuff. He's having no problems going to the toilet. No problems eating, no problems drinking, no problems sleeping. He can now get onto my black squeaky falling apart chair again. He 
You can get on there fairly easily. You can get onto my bed again. So he's because he, he, you know, he when he goes to get onto my bed, for example, he jump. He has to jump, and then he grabs with his with his hands, and then he uses his his feet to push himself up. Now he couldn't do it before because he only had one foot that was working. So it must be working. In fact, it does because last week, well, it's nearly a week since I took him to have the. Nearly a week since I took him to have the uh, x ray, and it's two weeks since I took him to have the first examination and it's nearly three weeks since he first injured himself if that's what he's done it'll be three weeks not tomorrow but the day after and I've got no idea why I'm mentioning that. Yeah. For some reason I want to discuss to discuss the timeline of this whole adventure. I don't even know why. Why? Why 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 why? I don't know. I didn't know why. So, what I'm thinking of doing, and this is probably not the best time to discuss this because some people have drifted off to sleep through Paul Dam of listening to me talking about anything at all. I'd like to start during some of these recordings to talk about some really nice news stories from around the world. Now it might not seem as if that's even possible to find nice ones, but there must be out there. But it doesn't have to be a nice, it doesn't have to be a news story. It could be a story that you've heard or that you've experienced recently. Maybe something that's happened to you that's really nice or something that happened to a neighbour or family member or something that you've done to help someone else or something that someone else has done to help you. Just something really positive and nice. And... Maybe send me that story to my Facebook page or via my website. And or if you see a news you know, a news article on the internet that you think's funny or light hearted or um, inspirational. 
perhaps send me the link. And I'll look through it and I'll read it out. Because I think it would be nice to... to... to start to, you know... There's so many wonderful things happening around the world. It's just we don't get to hear about them. Because newspapers and television news, radio news, internet, whatever. A whole lot of them don't seem to want to talk about nice things. But there are huge amounts of wonderful things happening. So maybe we could share it and I could talk about it on here. I can imagine that could be like a separate podcast, but I thought, no, why not, why not just do it here? Doesn't mean that I've got to spend the entire time of every recording talking about them, but I can do, you know, maybe one or two stories on each episode. Possibly. I don't know. What do you think? Do you think that's an amazing idea? Or is it just... uh, Might be just... uh, I don't know. I can't second guess. I can't even first guess. I can't even guess what you're thinking. I can't read a minds. No. Nobody can. Nobody can. Nobody can. Nobody can read minds. Even though they think they can, but they can't. No, 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 no. I'm also thinking of, uh, I'm thinking of writing some poems. Some poems. But I don't know. (laughs) Because I used to, and I'm thinking, well, perhaps I should. I might write some poems, but only read them out on this podcast so just I don't know just do a few new things a few different things and see where it goes because this ultimately is kind of an experimental forum for experimentation and stuff possibly so yeah I just thought that might be useful of course there's um shout outs i'm happy to say hello to people i'm happy to read happy birthday to anyone that's got birthday coming up i suppose it makes sense or it would be easier if i had like a specific place that you could post your comments all in one place And then I could read it out. So technically, what would make sense really 
would be for everybody to go to my Facebook Let Me Bore You to Sleep page. So everyone that listens to this podcast, if you go there, that way you can send me anything you want me to read out, birthdays, anything you want me, like a a link to a, a website that might be funny or inspiring, or if you've got your own website or your own business, tell me about it and I can talk about it. I can look at your website and tell people. For example, if you made if you made masks, you know, face coverings, which uh, had ladybird uh, designs, or maybe they were made out of compost. You know, just saying. If it's like you, <laughs> compost face masks. See, someone say, well, it's a face mask. It's fine because it, it cleans your skin. No, not that type of face mask. <laughs> wow. Um, so it'd be CPPE, wouldn't it? Compost personal protective equipment. Wow. Mind you, you'd make, you'd make, you'd make a funny face, but then no one would be able to see it anyway, would they? I'm just, that was just an example. But you, you might be an inventor, and you want to you want to tell me about an invention, and I can tell people about it. I this this podcast, basically, you see what happens if I just if I just talk about myself, I will just ramble on about nothing for an hour, at least. Easily, every day, for the rest of my life, I could do this. It's a very simple, you know, it's not hard for me to do this. I'm just rambling on about nothing. I was born to do this. It's the easiest thing in the world. I don't know if I'd be able to do it if there was people watching, but, you know, and doing it live as well is a little bit more... I could, I could do it live the only problem is if and I can I can actually I could broadcast up to five hours I think live as many times as I want the problem with that is what if I say something wrong because I can't edit it or if I start coughing or I start you know it's I can't edit Anything. It's you know once it's said, it's said. So at least with. Well, to be fair, I don't really edit anything I say anyway. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Perhaps I should. Maybe I'd have an audience if I did. Instead of three people. I might have twelve. Twelve people listening. Oh wow 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 wow. Yeah, so you can be part of this. This is your podcast. Yeah, the the relaxation, hypnosis for stress and anxiety, and the 
deep sleep whisper hypnosis, uh, sleep hypnosis weekly, all that stuff is hypnosis stuff, you know? It, it's not like serious, serious, but it's still focused. This is not focused. This podcast is not focused. And it's for you. So wherever you're listening to this, and if you if you like the let me bore you to sleep stuff that I do, go to the Facebook page, let me bore you to sleep, and give me something to talk about. About you. Tell something about your story. I might not read it out. I might not read all of it out. I might make it up. But anyway. And remember it's not serious. This podcast is not a serious forum. You know. If you want serious you can go elsewhere. There's loads of serious stuff. All over the place if you want. You know, that's why with the news, I want a light-hearted stuff, nice stuff, funny stuff, warm-hearted, you know, kind stuff. If you want horrible stuff, just watch the news. You don't need to listen to me for that. That's why I don't talk about um, the reason for wearing the masks and stuff on buses. Because that's all that's in the news all the time. So I don't really talk about it. I talk about having to wear a mask. Because that's what's going on. But I'm not talking. You know. I'm trying to. I like to just keep things. Random I suppose. A little bit. (laughs) Not really. Well, Nothing has any meaning. Does it really in these recordings. There's not a lot of meaning to it. It's not a. There's not much substance, I guess. <laughs> Which is just how I like it. I'm a very shallow person. And I'm very... And I have... Yeah, very sh- very shallow. Very shallow. Sometimes. But it's just about having some fun. And you can be part of that. You're already part of it by listening. And I've already, you know, as you, if you listen regularly, you know that I do do shout outs, you know, sometimes because maybe someone's given me a, a lovely PayPal gift or sent me something from my wish list or something like that, or um, they said something nice, sent me a nice comment, and I'll read it out. But I also do read out messages that people ask me to read out, like birthday wishes and uh, things like that. And I'm happy to do that with every recording. So when it comes to birthday wishes, I'll try and read them out at the beginning of the recording. And maybe what I can do, if I remember, is perhaps put in the podcast notes or the information I could put happy birthday Boris or whoever um, as part of it I don't know I can't really put it in the title because 
the title is long enough as it is. So, yeah. We'll see. Just let me know. But it's not that I want you to join my Facebook page to let me bore you to sleep because it's up to you. But it seems like the way things are now, instead of sending messages from Twitter or going to my website, all that stuff, if everything's just in one place or leaving messages on my other Facebook pages. So if everything's just on the Let Me Boy to Sleep page, Facebook page, any birthday wishes or any, uh, you know, links to websites or pages or newspaper um, articles that are humorous or uh, really... Uplifting stuff, that's what I'm looking for. Nice, nice articles. I'm going to be searching myself as well, so I'm not just going to leave all the work to you. I will be searching myself. And I intend to read at least one out every every recording, maybe more. Which might make the recording longer. Because, you know, I still need to talk about myself. You know, how important that is. (laughs) Andre's snoring. That little boy. I swear I fall in love with him every day. Just hearing him making these weird noises. I pick sometimes I think oh is he alright and I pick him up and I say Andre are you okay and he looks at me leave me alone I'm trying to sleep daddy stranger danger stranger danger stop with that stop it he runs away giggling stranger danger stranger danger Such a little monkey. But he's asleep. That's that's all. So he's fine. He's an amazing little boy. He really is. Anyway, I'm going to go. So I want to thank you for listening. And remember... To be kind to yourself. You can actually, you can fill in the rest. You know what I'm going to say. Because bananas are curvy. Ah, see, you didn't know I was going to say that. Remember to be kind to yourself because you do deserve to be happy. And you do. And the more I say it, the more I think about it the more I realise that actually being kind to yourself is probably the best damn thing that you could ever do for yourself.
seriously, I think just being kind to yourself, giving yourself a break. I'm talking mentally. I'm talking about what things do you say to yourself. So I don't, I'm not going to try and get into therapy on this on, on this podcast, but really, so important. And if you're going to listen to my podcast, these podcasts, you need to join me on this journey of more self-acceptance, being nicer to yourself, because you deserve it, okay? Anyway, lots of love, and I'll speak to you tomorrow. Kisses and hugs from Andre. And maybe a little hug from me as well. Bye.